Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you so much for joining us for another week. Tony Shebeki with you. Joining me, Walshie and Lyle, my co-hosts as they are each week. Hello boys. Very good, eh, Tony? How are you? I'm well, thank you, Walshie. Lyle, how are you? I'm doing well, mate. How are you feeling? You nervous before the big operation? Well, yes, by the time everyone listens to this, I would have been uh, sliced open in the knee and had my replacement done. So, fingers crossed that... Uh, Nothing to worry about, Tony. I've heard that your doctor's been practising on that board game operation. <clears throat> he's um, He lost to his sister, but I reckon he's been perfecting the art and hopefully he doesn't accidentally take out your kidney. Yeah, you, you know what I'm more afraid of? That doing I the wrong up, like Ric Flair is doing the operation or something. <laughs> it's just, it's... What I'd be worried about is um, me and Lyle coming to visit you and then like it'll be like some comp- bad comedy show and we're sitting on your wrecked leg and pressing the <laughs> button by accident. <laughs> Play the Benny Hill music. The bed, the bed starts moving up vertically. It'll so be my that. like... that'll, make, that'll make a good little vignette. Now, yeah, from the naked gun. Might hit you with a bedpan. I got a phone call from the Epworth Hospital, which is where I'm going. And they said, make sure you bring your passwords for Netflix and all that because you can access all that on our TVs. So I'm thinking that's very cool. I hope you've paid for two screens then or else the family won't be able to watch Netflix while you're watching it. No, no, I've got the one where you've got more than one login. <laughs> that's not so like you to spring. That that's you... not like you to spring for extras. We're not that poor. <laughs> you must be sharing it from some other family. Is um <laughs> just just be wary, Tony. Some of those other logins for other streaming services that you have uh, subscriptions to, you don't want to have that. If you're yeah. in, a, in a shared room, it might be awkward. They're frowned frowned upon. I wonder Tony. if I'll be able to get WWE Network. I might be able to catch up on twelve years of missed. <laughs> Well, there's a pay-per-view on this weekend, so you'll be able to watch that. Oh, there is too, correct. <laughs> You've watched one pay-per-view of WWE in the last five years, and, and you I went, went there live. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, no, I did, watch, I did watch WrestleMania earlier this year. Both days or just the one? Hey? Both days or just the one? No, just the one, Saturday. What, was there two days? Uh, Monday, was yes, it? When was. was it? I don't know. It was on Sunday yeah. and Monday. Yeah, Monday. I watched the Monday. How weird does it feel? It's only, what, six or seven weeks before the next WrestleMania? We still haven't been outside. (laughs) It feels like we just had the other one. (laughs) We'll talk about that a little bit later on in our What's happened since WrestleMania? Nothing. (laughs) Literally nothing. (laughs) 
Uh, of course, we are brought to you by the Australian Wrestling Network. And do you, is there some big news from the AWN this week? I know that there was. I've read the tweet, but I've forgotten what it was. Tony, can you enlighten us? Warzone. I think more episodes of Warzone have been put more, up. More episodes of Warzone have gone up yeah. in the previous week, Tony. That's right. And this is, and still this more is to classic come. Warzone, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Way back in the day. Before, got, uh, before drunk suicide uncles were dropping on it. their phones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, I, um, I did some online shopping, guys. Um, during our lockdown weekend, and I bought a new dining table, you know, six seat dining table setup. Yeah, beautiful. And from uh, Aymart or something. Fantastic um, furniture. Yeah, from a place. Actually, Franco was just down the road from you, isn't he? Yeah, I and mean, I think he's in jail, isn't he? Having drugs in the couches and stuff. Um, anyway, that was his son. Allegedly, might need to might need to beep that out. Um, allegedly. Grandsa, grandsa, grandsa. Um, anyway, I thought so, it was a different furniture salesman that does the drugs. <laughs> anyway, allegedly, um, yeah, allegedly. Um, anyway, the guys arrived, and um, the views of the presenters of uh, on the turnbuckle aren't necessarily that of the management of on my podcast house. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so back so you, to the story. Furniture arrived. Sorry, yeah. So I'm like, and I'm setting it up and get the table in, and there was only five chairs. What? Yeah, so I've dug through the box like like an idiot thinking maybe I've misplaced the chair and there was an envelope, open the envelope, missing chair, JJ Furno's in it. He's stolen the chair again, guys. No. He's a, That's just he wrong. stole the chair while we're in lockdown. That had to have been premeditated. It's definitely premeditated. Um, yeah, because he's a, he's, a, he's a chair thief. He doesn't break... Uh, Lockdown. No, he definitely he go that far. I know he wouldn't. I know he wouldn't consider going to the supermarket without a mask. So, um, yeah, he's anyway. I'm ropeable. So I'm, you can have three guests over. You can't have four now. I'm. I'm glad that it's actually chairs that he takes. I'm would have been concerned that I might not have a surgical table tomorrow when I go to the hospital. Well, <laughs> <laughs> your visiting room might be shorter. Shorter <laughs> chair. Have a seat. Oh, you can't. Sorry, Jojo Furno's been here. Anyway, I see that he uh, responded to a tweet. Are we following him on Twitter yet? No, I'm not following until he apologises for for the blatant disregard he has for my ability to sit down. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what he's got against me sitting down on a seat. Mm. See, the dog's upset. Yep, no, it happens. Hey, uh, last week, Steph Delander, great interview. She seriously, I listened back to it, and the girl can talk. She just, there's no way you listened back to it. No, that's right. I'm just making that. <laughs> uh, but she's, she's a great always a talker. treat to have on. That's it's fantastic to interview. She was um, really honest, and um, if you haven't heard the interview yet, go back and listen because um, she did actually opened herself up and made herself quite vulnerable talking about um, the time when Indy Hartwell got signed to WWE and some of the feeling, personal feelings she was having at the time. Um, yeah, well worth a listen. Of course, by the time our episode went up last week, it was out of date because everything was cancelled. Well, yes. Well, yes. Oh, no, it went up first thing Friday morning. The cancellation didn't happen until three hours later. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> so we had a three-hour run. Yeah. Everyone was everyone was waiting for it to be cancelled. There's a few people waiting for me to get cancelled. All right, guys, time to catch up with our guest tonight. She's all the way from Tasmania. Uh, predominantly works with TCW down there in Launceston. Charlie Rose joins us for a check. G'day, Charlie, how are you? I'm very well. How about you guys? I think we're all okay. Thank you very much. I mean, you're doing the best with what you can, I suppose. Well, it's a bit sad when lockdown becomes norm in your life, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say, I was messaging a couple of the others being like, you know, how's the lockdown? How are you guys? And everyone's just been like, yeah, we're so accustomed to it. It's just, it's fine. It is serious campaigners. Pardon? We're experienced campaigners when it comes to lockdown. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's start there, though, because you had an exciting, I'm not going to say exciting, you had a, an action-packed weekend, but not in the way you were hoping. Yep. Talk yeah. us through it a little bit. Yeah, so I was coming over to Victoria on Thursday. One, because one of my friends had just moved there for university, so I was visiting them, but also the opportunity to, or for someone, especially like me and Tassie, to come train and watch, you know, a lot of other shelling wrestling isn't as, you know, common. So I thought I'd get in early, try and get as much training in as I could um, if I was able to, and then not only that, you know, have the big deathmatch show come up and learn as much as I could from there. And um, obviously on Friday afternoon, that all went to shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I guess, like, you're not a professional wrestler in Australia until you've been affected by COVID. So um, congratulations on that. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Uh, So you flew in Thursday and then everything changed less than 24 hours later. Um, how how well were you looked after through through that period by the guys and girls at Deathmatch Down Under? Really well. I mean, even the weeks leading up to the show, I was very, very anxious just knowing, like, okay, this is a really big step for me in my career to bring, you know, my wrestling to Melbourne, which obviously, as you guys know, is one of the biggest stages for Australian wrestling right now. Um, no matter where you go, all the companies over there seem to be doing really well. Um, so chatting with them, making sure like, no, like you'll be fine. Like we've got you back. We know um, like what it's like. We'll show you around. Um, Jay, especially from Deathmatch, he's the guy that picked me up from the airport that day and was just like, okay, you're here, you're fine. Like we'll do good. Um, and then afterwards when everything, you know, went south and didn't go as planned everyone who stepped in to help me out with the things I needed help with um were really on the fly like really quick and I couldn't be more appreciative of everyone even these are people who I haven't even met before like they have no reason to help me at all and they all stepped in when they could so I'll never be like grateful enough for the things that you know everyone has helped me out with I'm presuming that you're probably one of the few or if not the only interstate person that was here early. The others seem to have that we had a few that had uh, matches up in Sydney on Friday night and were coming down Saturday. So they sort of were able not to come. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's more common for people to come in on, say, the Saturday um, for wrestling shows. I wanted to, you know, spend a couple of days in Melbourne anyway. So I was like, I'll come down early. And I'm like, I don't know if it was a good idea, but then also I'm kind of glad that I did because it means I was able to get in and out. But then I also got stuck, so I I don't know. (laughs) I'm home now, so what can I do? And when it all starts to, the news starts to break and it's looking like the show's not going to go ahead and then all the the restrictions do come through, what is the anxiety levels like for just trying to get out of the state? Yeah, well, like the morning of Friday, I guess everybody kind of had a feeling that something was going to go down and then... Um, I got a message. I was on a tram. I got a message from Jay and it was like, hey, you should start looking at flights to Launceston or to Tasmania soon. And at that point, I'm just like, oh, no, full-blown panic attack. And it wasn't because I was going to have to be in lockdown because, like, I I said to them, I was like, if that means that I have to, like, come home and quarantine for 14 days, I'll do it because I'm not going to miss this opportunity to wrestle for such a larger, different crowd. Like that's like, I would, I'll pay that price. Um, Cause I didn't get that opportunity, but it was more the fact that the weekend after Tasmanian championship wrestling has their biggest show, which is called annihilation. It's their um, eighth one. And that, as I, like I've said multiple times, that is our WrestleMania show. That's, you know, the big event for us. And if I was to miss that, I don't know what I would have done with myself. I would have been so upset. And like I felt really bad because it's like I didn't want to be that person who's picking a company over the another company. But it was just the one thing I was like, if it was any other time during the year or any other week or any yeah. other TCW show at all, I would have been fine. Like, it's miss it because... I, yeah, I just, it doesn't matter to me as much, but because it was this larger one, I was like, oh, that really like pulls the heartstrings. And um, TCW, um, obviously we don't get to hear as much about them on the mainland, but um, they've been really good for you in bringing in opponents and things like that and bring um, some of the girls in for you to work against. Yeah, they have. Um, It's been really cool to, like, have a lot of people from, I guess, each different state come down and pass on their knowledge. Um, It just sucks that I've never been able to, like, train or learn with as much girls. And up until now, you know, on show days, it's usually get in in there, um, sort out your match, have the match, go home. But being able to train with other girls is it something I've kind of yet to experience. We've only just recently had um, two other girls sign up and actually start training at TCW, so that's also been a very new experience for me. Um, but just having that as something I guess was I was looking forward to a lot more last year and this year, but obviously with COVID and travel restrictions that hasn't been the case um but yeah for the people who have come down once again I'm also so grateful that they were you know like happy to give Tasmania a go and see what we've got going on down here um enough to want to actually come down and work with me because I need it (laughs) the last time you wrestled was back in October last year where you lost your title the TCW North-esque title the time before that was when you won the title, and that was 12 months ago at Annihilation 7. 
Yeah. Uh, does it feel like 12 months since you last had that, that title win? Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I kind of blacked out between like the period of it happening until now. I did have what <laughs> I wrestled and beat, actually beat Katie Lux, who I was supposed to tag with um, at Deathmatch. And that was good fun. But yeah, after that and after I like lost the title, like, I don't know, that period of time is just so like, I don't remember anything. It was like that weird period of time where like between February and September, like it happened, but no one remembers it happening. I just like, I don't know, it's it's gone. <laughs> um, who are the, like, and I'm sure the list is, an, is, is the, as long as your arm, but who are the girls in Australia that you, um, you're watching and, and want to get in the ring with and mix it up with at the moment? Um, literally anyone and everyone. I'm, I'm never going to say no to an opportunity to working with anyone, but um. Off the top of my list, I have always said I've wanted to wrestle Avery purely because she was one of the first girls I saw um, live. She came for a show in Tassie many, many years ago. Um, But outside of that, I'm looking at, like, some of the upcomers. Like, I know there's a lot of new girls coming up through Newey Pro, um, girls like Rochelle Rogue. Um, and like on the other end of that, I'd love to get my hands on SDL. She's, you know, always been killing it. Um, I think that would be a really fun match. Not even girls too. I want to wrestle like all like the guys as well. I just want to wrestle everybody. I, yeah, I'm excited to see other people that aren't, you know, local for me. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, where does it sit with Deathmatch Down Under? Are you... Are they still talking to you about coming out for the next show? Yeah, um, absolutely. As soon as, like, I came home on that Friday or Saturday, whenever it was, um, we were instantly like, okay, obviously they have to start rescheduling their show and I need to work around that because I obviously need the opportunity to work with them, um, not just for me but also for their tag team tournament with um, also for someone like Katie Lux, who is also coming up in the ranks in Australian wrestling. Um, so we're keeping in touch. Nothing is set in stone. Obviously, with the way the lockdown seems to be going, no one really knows if it's going to, you know, be the five days or extend longer than that. But as soon as they say we're ready to go, I'm there. Fantastic. And, um, Oh, I saw an um, article uh, in one of your local newspapers ahead of your trip over here, um, and it's. I want to congratulate you on that because it's something that not a lot of wrestlers do. But to bring that kind of marketing to a promotion that you're going to go and debut with, that's worth its weight in gold. How did that come about? Um, it actually. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you because that really means a lot to me. Um, it came about because one of the girls that um, trains with us, her brother works for The Examiner, which is the newspaper um, company, and he they instantly hooked up an um, interview for me to do. And, he, like, their family have been watching their, you know, product for a while, so they kind of get the gist of what was going. But I think it was just such a big deal for someone from Tassie. I mean, there's people from Tassie who have done a bit of interstate stuff, but no one's really made it onto a bigger stage or a stage with bigger names like Victoria, like Deathmatch. Um, and I think it was a big deal for 
them to like show that kind of light and not only that but advertise you know that there is wrestling in Tasmania and you know if someone's going off out and away and that can draw eyes um yeah. I don't know I just it really fell into place when they asked if I was happy to do it and then from that interview a lot of um other people were reaching out about it and wanting to learn more about Tassie and I'm just like oh I could talk about this all day because one of the biggest pet peeves people have about Tasmanian wrestling is that none of us use social media so I'm like I'll be the spokesperson let me talk about it because I won't shut up for like a week that is true I um struggle to find stuff on Twitter sometimes um it is something that we need to get better at. I mean, that's the whole of Australian wrestling as well, fans included. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I know, like, it really depends on the person and the wrestler. I guess we can get into this later. But, I like, I have my reasons or, like, I don't want to call them excuses for, like, as to why a lot of, like, our guys don't use social media compared to, like, other places in Australia. But... Yeah, I guess we can get into that in some other point. <laughs> we just assumed there was no internet in Tasmania. No, yeah, we only got it just recently. That's why we're a bit slow. <laughs> my my thought on that would be is that because it's probably more of a fishbowl type scenario in Tassie, where it's a lot smaller uh, population and people know people more. In Melbourne, in Sydney, the wrestlers can get lost, and they're sort of you know you're not part of the actual community as such whereas in Tassie everyone's just so close yeah it definitely feels like that I mean you talk to one person and it's like oh you know this person cool I know that person too and then all of a sudden you're at Christmas dinner together (laughs) (laughs) no it's not that bad Um, but it feels like it sometimes I want to take you back to when you first started training how how daunting was it to walk in and being the only female trainee at the time was that hard to make that leap oh I was absolutely terrified I mean I'm terrified for everything in wrestling still now I feel like that's a word I use a lot but that was like it was such a like blur of a moment because I knew that once I stepped you know upstairs into that warehouse and actually started that this is something that I wanted to do for the rest of my life um so it was kind of like, okay, we're walking into this new chapter of my life, even though I'm like 14 at the time, um, thinking that this is like the be all end all. Um, but it was more just like starting. And then after that, it was like, okay, you are the girl, the only girl. Um, we're going to have to like not think of things differently, but I'm not going to have that guidance that, you know, the girls that I help train now have now, which is something that I'm also very grateful that I get to be able to do because the, I guess the real side of me, I love teaching and um, that's something that I've always wanted to do. So now that we finally have girls, I'm like, yes, I can pass on the little knowledge I have. And then when I get to travel a bit more, I can bring it back and yeah. Um, I was down at Carlo Cannon's gym, Vicious Pursuit, recently, which is where Katie Lux trains. And um, I noticed he gets his trainees to explain the drills to the other trainees, the theory being that if you can't explain it, you don't know it yourself. And um, it's great that you're getting the opportunity to do a little bit of that, um, of passing on the knowledge that you've got. 
Yeah, and like even the other side of that, we've got um, a couple, well, not a couple, but we've got one person who actually struggled. I don't know what the right word to like put this in, but she's on the, um, oh, no, I don't want to say like she, they, he, because that gives it away. I don't know. Um, they are actually someone who's on the spectrum. And yeah. so it's stuff like saying, okay, we're going to do roles here. Um, for that person, it's like, okay, are we doing side roles? Are we doing back roles? For us, we just go, yeah, okay, we're doing the warm-up drill. When they say roles, we're doing the warm-up drill and that's all we have to do. Um, but it's really getting down to like the specifics of the different things. Like when we're here and this is the beginning of, you know, a warm-up, we're doing these specific roles. When we're in the ring doing this specific sequence, these are the exact things. And like learning how to you know teach and also just view the training and everything in a different perspective um that's also been I think it's been really helpful as well because it changed it makes us feel less robotic like not like okay we do this this and this it's thinking about you know different ways of explaining it and then you know explaining why we do things the way we do um etc which I think has been a really cool experience as well Take us through um, when you won uh, your first title with TCW and what it was like um, because you're still, you know, you've been wrestling for a while, but you're still very young and to have the company put that kind of faith in you. Um, Yeah, it was very surreal. Like I I knew that they were bringing in a new title, but me being me, I'm like, oh, it's not like I do much anyway for that well I do a bit for their shows but I'm like oh like it's not enough to be in a title picture worthy I know that they try have in the past tried to keep that bigger title on like you know their main guys that they've had and that's you know completely understandable but to be given that opportunity to be wrestling against one of the guys who has you know trained right from the beginning Eddie Jones um it was a very crazy moment. Um, it's up there with one of my favourite matches I've ever done, not just because I've won the title, but it was such a, you know, a, not stress. <laughs> it was stressful, but it was like the best kind of rewarding stress, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's like I can't even put words to describe. I feel like I'm just like, like rambling because it's a feeling that you can't describe. And you've gone, um, I know that you've been, spent a fair bit of time networking online, trying to get new opportunities in a state. Um, how's that been for you, someone who hasn't, you know, you're learning how to network on the run? Yeah, it's been, I don't want to say it's been difficult because it hasn't. All it takes is, you know, one message you know, to someone on Facebook or Instagram, then all of a sudden they know who you are. Um, it's easy to send, you know, your wrestling resume and footage, but then it's another to have people actually care. Like, why would they want to bring some random girl from Tassie? Which is why I, like, try to speak up as much as I can at training. Like, hey, like, if I can get, you know, these eyes looking at wrestling, you guys need to, sorry, looking at our, like, Tasmanian wrestling 
you guys should, you know, reach out to these people as well because there's way too many people at TCW who deserve these opportunities way more than I do, but they struggle to network as well. So whenever I am networking, I'm not ever really necessarily trying to network for myself. I'm doing it for the people who can't or haven't been able to um, from Tassie just yet. Yeah, I'm keeping my... the... oh, sorry, while you go. No, I was just going to yeah, from my perspective, a uh, big part of networking is just checking in on people. How are you? Sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely, it does because it makes you feel rec- like even the saying, hey, how are you? It just makes you feel recognized and noticed. I'm tipping one of the worst things to happen to Tasmanian wrestling recently is the loss of Tiger Airways and $49 airfares from Launceston to Melbourne. Because mm. seriously, I mean, in, in regards to wrestlers wanting to get over from there, that was a, a, a great way to do it if you wanted to. You know, there were cheap airfares and the like. For people now to, to, to look at Tassie, things are a little bit more expensive for yourselves or for promoters to bring you over. And has that hurt the scene a little bit, do you think? Um, for the actual Tassie scene itself, I want to say no, purely because we just have had just such a big boom in brand new trainees. So we've got enough people at TCW to put on shows and not have to worry about, you know, having mainland talent like we have um, in the past before. Um, but it's for those who, who of us, you know, who want to actually travel outside of Tassie, do the whole interstate thing. And then if they choose to do the whole international thing and, network a bit um and then it goes back to you know initiative and making yourself known and i guess the only way we really can especially with flights and expensive and Mm. all that kind of thing is via social media and that kind of thing so you're 19 years of age uh what does the future hold for you Uh, do you want to move to the mainland in the next year or two and, and really give it a, a good crack? Or are you happy with the way things are going at the moment? I'm so torn now because, as I said, we do have girls starting at TCW and I want to be the best role model I can for them and make sure they get, you know, the full experience of training there. Um, on the other hand, though, it was my initial plan to move to Victoria at the end of last year for wrestling and working like purposes because it's so hard to find work in Tasmania now Mm. as well. Um, But, yeah, to move there for more wrestling opportunities, to be able to, you know, wrestle more than, you know, once every few months or something Um, and, you know, learn from a lot more people. Um, Obviously that, you know, hasn't been able to happen over the next I want to say a year or so. I'd still like that to be the case. Um, But I'm trying to not look, you know, 10, 12 months into the future. I'm just trying to take things step by step and see how they go because the world is so, you know, unpredictable nowadays. You can't really be looking in that way. My advice to you, uh, for what it's worth, is if you want to be an inspiration to the girls, probably make the move and succeed. And then all these young girls coming through now will look at you as being that inspiration, the girl who, who left Tassie and has gone on to bigger and better things. And hopefully they get the same uh, motivation to do the same. Yeah, I, I hope so. 
Yeah, that would be um, So this week, you mentioned it earlier, you've got the Annihilation show. Um, if people want tickets, what are they going to see? So if they come to the show, the Tassie show, you'll experience one of the best shows. We put our all, our absolute all into that Annihilation show. Not that we don't put our all into the, you know, the other shows we have through the month, but this is the one where we try to make ourselves notice. We, you know, put on the absolute best that we can. Um, There's a lot of variety at this show, different kinds of matches, different people. Um, who the like the fans will see with TCW as well. Our shows are a lot more, and I think this is what separates us from a lot of other companies too. Is it's based to our uh, the crowds that come and watch our show, which are families and friends and you know kids who and families who have probably watched WWE once or twice, and they're you know oh there's wrestling Tazzy, let's go have a watch, which is why I guess you know a lot more of our guys aren't super big on the social media because they know like okay their family and friends will come people that you know they know they know the crowd's going to be stacked because of just how easy it is to get people to come um but yeah there'll be a it'll be one of the funnest nights that you know any family any you know person could ever have uh, they can get tickets, uh, organised tickets through Eventbrite. Um, a lot of, like, ticketing details they'll have on their TCW Facebook page. Um, outside of that, yeah, that's where they keep mainly updated. I know they have an Instagram that they use, uh, but they don't put as much information on that one. Most of the information comes from the Facebook. And who are you wrestling? I don't have a match yet. I oh. So, for the past couple of months... I have been stalked and attacked by someone who will not answer my call out. I've been asking, you know, around everybody at TCW, you know, who it could have been. No one has the balls to come out and, like, say, hey, it was me. So I'm going to get to Annihilation. I'll be there um, and I'll do the call out again if that means I have to go out to the back and, you know, scratch and claw and find someone to wrestle um then i'll do it but fingers crossed that person will actually have as i said the balls to come out and fight and i'll be able to have a match because you know otherwise i should have just stayed in the bloody lockdown (laughs) in victoria anyway and just dealt with it that's the attitude we love (laughs) good stuff hey charlie thank you so much for being a part of it boys did we get any listener questions we probably did but my phone's died so okay (laughs) (laughs) we'll pass them on if we did Charlie all the best this week for uh, the big show Annihilation down there in Launceston and we look forward to seeing you hopefully up here for uh, next month's Deathmatch Down Under thank you guys so much for having me Charlie Rose up and coming wrestler joining us here on the Turnbuckle Welcome back, part two of On the Turnbuckle. Charlie Rose, a lovely young lady. Yeah, she spoke really well. Um, for someone so young, she's got a really good head on her shoulders, very likable, and I think she'll go a long way. 
make make sure everyone follows her on Twitter because uh, she does enjoy a little bit of shit posting, and a lot of uh, more Tasmanians have to start posting on Twitter. Get the word uh, out there. Don't Charlie leave it all up to Charlie Rose. Charlie retweets me, so she's a favourite of mine. That's for sure. Good on her. Of course, the music that we came into for the second segment was the music music of Macchiato. 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 Sorry, she's not a coffee, Tony. No. Okay. Macchiato. Uh, your favourite wrestler is she Welshy? Yes, and uh, she debuted um, in of sorts in AEW. Um, in the Japanese side of the draw for their women's tournament. Um, if you haven't seen that yet, go check it out because um, some absolute banging matches and some fantastic uh, young talent that uh, a lot of people won't have seen before. Yeah. I think if uh, the world didn't go to shit, a few of these wrestlers that are in the tournament on the Japanese side would have already made debuts in the States for on AEW TV. But they're making do with what they've got at the minute, I reckon it's going to work really well. They were four really good matches. I, um, uh, an hour an hour on YouTube, easy, easy watch. Yeah. I um, had to laugh at the a lot of the fans in America who are watching a lot of these wrestlers for the first time, they've never seen them, and then are complaining about the booking <laughs> because someone that they've never seen before didn't win because they like her, not realising that her whole, her whole story is that she doesn't win. Yeah. Life, life is pain and suffering for Maki Ito. Sings <laughs> her entrance coming to the ring, Tony. You should watch it. All right, I'll watch it for sure. PWA Black Label returning last Friday, and from all reports, a fantastic show. Yeah, great show top to bottom, Tony. Um, I, uh, they wrote – they did the – um, match between the prefix uh, as a um, cinematic match. And it was as good as any cinematic match that I've seen anywhere, to be honest. Um, whether you like those matches or you don't, um, traditionally, the, this one was really good. The, the danger with them, obviously, can be that the acting can be quite hokey. Um, and I think to the one that Matt Hardy did which was terrible. Um, this was this was really good. Um, but the one that The Undertaker and AJ Styles did was fantastic. Yeah, it was. But um, this one's uh, is up there with it. And Jimmy Townsend, um, he's, he's he's actually not like I've seen I've seen Australian television with worse acting than what he's responsible for was responsible for here. And there was a story that was told. Um, it was entertaining. Uh, maybe went a minute or two too long for my liking, but that's nitpicking. Um, and I tell you what, um, Cherry Stevens is she's a talent as well. I'm I'm high on her. I think she's going to be a really good wrestler. And Billy Preston as well. That they, they all did a fantastic job. And shout out to. Um, Director Ben and and Jax for a really good job and some and trying something different in so an Indian. I was going to say, lol, people can watch that on Ovo, but they can't because it's on Fight TV. TV. Yeah, it's uh, the fourteen bucks for the show. It. It's in my. Uh, it's ready to watch. I just I was sick on the weekend, so I didn't didn't get around to watching it. But well, you had a glowing endorsement. That's a. I'm going to watch it 
sometime on the weekend, I think. So some of the worst Australian acting on TV, Tony, uh, well, she, we did see Tony on um, Neighbours yeah, last no, week. Four, five, six, two. Tony, Tony sent us a link to an yeah. episode of Neighbours that he was in. That's probably the worst acting I've seen. Um, he, was a, he was a wrestling manager in it. Oh, it's, yeah. It's it was done just a few dude, episodes of the podcast now, Tony, and you haven't brought this up before. It's, it's a shock. I just noticed he was wearing sunglasses inside as well. Like, how is it? That was yeah. how you became a wrestling manager. I was just, just doing sunglasses. what I was told. Just doing what I was yeah. told. Look like a car salesman. <laughs> was that your own stuff, or did you get that from wardrobe behind Not the scenes? From wardrobe, they brought okay. it with him. He came in yeah. that. They actually had a costume. He's wearing it now. What he what he wore was worse, so they just let him wear that. They said to me, <laughs> "They said to me, what size are you?" I said, "SM." They said, "SM." I said, "Yep, small marquee." <laughs> I was actually stealth back then. I was quite fit and trim and taut. And... Yeah, I reckon you were still playing footy then. Yeah, I would have been. Oh, well, I definitely was. No Who doubt. were you managing again? What was the guy in the ring's name? Uh, the Ox. The Ox. The Ox David Schwartz. Didn't look like no, him. No, not David Schwartz. We should get the Ox on one day. A lot of old, lot of stories. Just, just, make, just, just make sure he's not cancelled somewhere. No, no, I'm sure he's not. Uh, Deathmatch Down Under was meant to return with their second show of Smacking Same Castles. Unfortunately, cancelled due to COVID, but they have announced their next show, which is We're Not Here to Fuck Spiders. Yeah, and I think that they're still going to run Smashing Sandcastles. At the moment, those sandcastles are still intact and um, they need smashing. So um, they've got to continue that tag team tournament. So we'll see what happens. They, they did put up their secret show that they did um, Wash Your Hands, I think it's called. It's on IWTV. That went up on Saturday night. And a couple of good matches on that. I'm contractually obliged to say that the Gore match was fantastic Mm -hmm. um, against Fox and a really enjoyable tag match between Royce Chambers and Zane Zodiac versus Murdoch and Aisha. Yeah. And that's Um, free up up on... IWTV. Well, you, you can if you don't if you're not signed up to IWTV, you can get a five day trial using yep. the code DMDU. Um, but if you've got IWTV, yeah, you just watch it. You can watch whatever you like. Beautiful. It's a good service. Have Murdoch and Asia tagged much before? Um, well, they've had two tag matches in DMDU. There you go. Um, but I believe they tag outside the ring as well. So yeah. Cool. They definitely carpool together. Well, they have to carpool because Murdoch hasn't got a license. Uh-huh. Uh huh. NXT Takeover, boys, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, <laughs> was, didn't do I was fantastic the Wel- ratings. Yeah, I was speak- speaking to Welshy before the takeover. You know, pl- uh, before it was on, and the NXT seemed like an afterthought. I didn't even realise there was a takeover on on Monday. We didn't talk about takeover last week. We didn't preview it. This show could get the fans talking again. Every match was a banger, which is you expect with an NXT takeover. But the it hasn't in-ring. been happening. Yeah. The in-ring, you know, second to none anywhere in the world. You could put it up with anything. But the, the, uh, the ending angle of... Adam Cole and Finn Balor and everyone turning on everyone. It's got I people intrigued. That yeah, to... and that, that's what we used to get. Like, we used to watch 
um, takeover, you'd be excited for it. Um, and then something big would happen on the show that built for the next couple of months of story. We haven't yep. been getting a lot of that. Um, and then there's like, the other problem has been that the takeovers used to be same weekend as the tentpole pay-per-views and it was the big weekend and you could, you'd look forward to takeover almost as much, if not more than you'd look forward to the, to the pay-per-view like SummerSlam and Survivor yeah. Series. And I feel like it's hurt moving them away from those events. Um, but yeah. in the long term, they probably need to be away from them. So it's a, it's a tough, it's a tough one to sort of get your head around. But if you just want to watch four or five, I forget how matches in the card, uh, amazing wrestling matches, that's, that's a show that you really need to see. Yeah. But now, now people are keen to actually tune into NXT this week on the back yeah. of yeah, the closing well, as I said, angle. It was absolutely creamed by AEW Dynamite on the ratings. But they yeah. weren't massive. Take o- takeover was on um, Sunday, Tony. Oh, well, whatever the AEW match was then that was on against it. No, there was nothing no, no, against that, it. You sure? We're talking t- about NXT, an- NXT TV show has been good? getting yeah. walloped. Oh, okay. The Thursday, the Thursday TV show, Wednesday night in America, Thursday yeah. year, <laughs> yeah. And NXT has it has the TV show, the week to week has felt like an afterthought. It's um, been poor, you know. I I haven't tuned in every week to and haven't felt the need to, but definitely uh, I'll be watching this Thursday. No, oh, beautiful. Uh, AEW's women's tournament. Tell us about that, boys. I think we already did at the top. Beautiful. Indie wrestling for WrestleMania weekend is up and about. <laughs> this is so. This is so American. Um, you know, what are they doing? Is it just? Well, obviously, no one's going to be able to fly in to uh, go to these shows, um, including fans. Yeah, that's what I mean. As fans, uh, no, some wrestlers might be able to fly in. Um, other people are doing it for other shows, so. But, yeah, GCW, they've announced the collective, which has got five or six different brands of shows on there. You know, there's a two-day WrestleCon. Oh, I don't know. It blows me away that uh, these kind of things could happen. But, yeah, but, uh, that's that's Florida for you, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting place, that's for sure. Um, let's hope they can get some injections into some people ahead of WrestleMania or else it'll be the super spreader event of all super spreading. Jericho will even do a concert there. It'll be that much of a super spreading event. Not sure they're going to get 100 million people vaccinated in the next six weeks, but... Well, uh, thankfully, I don't think 100 million will go to WrestleMania, but I don't know what you've been. Vince has put some real sketchy uh, attendance figures out there, but 100 million, I don't think he's going to go that far. Not yet. So they're talking about having a crowd at WrestleMania, are they? I think it's the plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's the indie shows that um, that surprise me a little bit. And I know that they're damned if they do, damned if they don't. But um, I think they do. I think that they could almost run away from WrestleMania that weekend, run in their home states, and yeah. still make good money off those streams. Yeah, definitely. Fans aren't. We've seen in the last year and a bit since this has all gone down. Fans aren't afraid to spend their money on wrestling streaming service, that's for sure. 
And watching on TV, I don't know where the show is. It could be anywhere. Yeah. We're moving, folks. There's nothing to see here. No COVID. Just keep moving. <laughs> lordy, lordy, lordy. Uh, in the PCW returns this week, Ricky South coming down for a match against Mark Cage. Yeah. So PCW, obviously, this was in doubt until Wednesday. Um, when Victoria announced that they'd be coming out of lockdown. And so PCW will be running at limited tickets, so buy them now if you haven't already. Um, Ricky South versus Mark Cage. I have it on good authority that we'll see Sammy Falcon wrestle. We're going to see Royce Chambers. Um, and that seat steel is probably wrestling as well. Um, should be a good card. Yeah. Definitely. Those two matches alone are worth the price of admission. So everything else is a bonus. And, yeah, I'll be there well, she to help look after your seat. There's a lot of wrestling on around um, <clears throat> Australia this weekend as well, uh, which is good. Um, Tony will get to that later in the show. But I think well, with the exception of WA, I think there's wrestling in every state. It's looking good. forward good. to what should be a big weekend. Slowly getting back to normal. Slowly. Slowly. Very, very slowly. I would it's have hard to plan in advance. Too. I would love to have come this weekend. It's hard to plan in advance, though, isn't it? Yeah. No, definitely. Especially how many promoters would have seen what happened in Victoria last week and got get gun shy. Yeah. It's, mm. Why don't mm. you break me out of hospital and take me? No. I'll be. Uh, I'll be. I'll have good drugs. Yeah, but you, you can have the, the wheelie morphine drip. Yeah, I'll take that with me. Bring that with you, mate. We'll, uh, we'll get our own. Uh, so you bring that, you can come. Line. See if we can get a couple. Yeah, of get our own line going off it. Green whistles. <laughs> just, just make make sure the doctor or the nurse marks the right knee, Tony, before they put you under, mate. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, great news! It's been officially announced, even though it was mentioned a week ago on our show. It's finally been announced on Twitter that on the turnbuckle, we'll be representing on the turnbuckle at WrestleMania. Yes, we're on the road to WrestleBrainia, but I tell you what, Tony. Yeah. Um, I have some questions about the way it was announced. You're uh, that it was too underwhelming. It was very underwhelming. It should have been um, a fanfare. Let me try and find this bloody tweet from WrestleBrainia. After extensive negotiations and contract liaison on the turnbuckle adjoining this year's WrestleBrainia. So far, so good. I mean, I would have liked more razzmatazz. Yeah, I was. I, I wanted a flash mob and sign writing to announce this. Um, we've been told by their lawyers, yes, Tony's lawyers, DDN and Sons, yeah, to be enthusiastic about this. So huzzah! That was it. Oh, and we've worked out very difficult competition. Who gives a shit? We'll beat whoever's against us. I mean, of course, I don't care who it is. Jobbers, whoever it is, it and there's some. Up. Apparently, there's some fine print that we haven't seen, Tony. Oh, your your lawyer would have looked over the contract, wouldn't he? I would have thought so. They're they're good at doing that sort of stuff. And you paid him like fifty bucks. Yeah. As a matter of fact, they normally write their own fine print, so they know what it was. They know what they were looking for. All right. So we don't have to worry. We definitely don't have to worry about fine print. Not that I'm aware of, mate. Not at all. all but right. you definitely. You definitely paid him because last time we asked you to pay Hawker, you missed that up. Yeah, no, I took 50 bucks out of Hawkeye's bag. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. 
But in Hawko's actually paid off. He gave, he was trying to help me um, with a little identity theft scam on Jeff. So um, he's he's obviously come through. Good on him. He's on our Good guy, Hawko. All right. Good so, guy. but we're we're in agreement that there needs to be a better post than this, don't we? Oh, a very lackluster. I would have thought. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we command can, we command more pizzazz than that. Surely. Can we get a lawyer's letter onto this? Leave it with me. See if we yeah. can pay less than fifty bucks this time. Uh, I'll uh, hopefully I'll get a hold of them before I go into the operation tomorrow. Yeah, just email them now. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah. Bring the lawyer to the hospital, Tony, just to yeah. watch that knee. Yes, that's probably more important. <laughs> uh, upcoming events this weekend, folks. If you're looking for some live wrestling around Australia, you are going to find it on Friday night. PWA presents Black Label. Tickets are sold out, so catch that on Fight TV. Um, sorry, ignore that one. I must have forgot to delete it. Okay, on Friday there's night, nothing, there's nothing. There's nothing Friday night. That was last week. It works smoother, Tony, when I do the run sheet. Am I tr- is that true? Well, you just for- you forget shows. On Saturday, the, the funny thing was that was actually Friday the 29th of January. I should have been concerned about the date. <laughs> Saturday the 20th of February. Tasmanian <laughs> Championship Wrestling in Launceston have their biggest event, Annihilation. Eight tickets available. Eight tickets available only. No, Annihilation eight. Oh, <laughs> Annihilation eight. I read it like that when I went over the run sheet. I would have <laughs> called it Facebook Annihilate. Point. I thought you said Annihilation eight tickets are available. No. But so there I are tickets not available. not much happening in Launceston on a Saturday night. Uh, PCW no. Ignition is on in Fern Tree Gully. Limited tickets, so around about eight available. Yeah, probably. Get in now. Wrestle Rampage in Adelaide presents live at the dojo. Six sold-out shows. No, sorry, live at the dojo, six sold-out yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> You've got to watch where you're putting your commas, mate. <laughs> the comma means brus- to stop. You keep going past the comma. That's the issue. Suplex Pro Wrestling in Newcastle have their Robbie Eagles coming out to town. Robbie Eagles is coming out. He's coming out to Newcastle. That's fantastic for their Rumble show. And if you've got an idea for a podcast, once again, I say this regularly, don't contact us. Um, (laughs) And people should get online and get tickets to WrestleBrainia, shouldn't they? Yes. 28th of of March. Where can they do that? Watch us. I don't know. Look, come so on the comedy festival website, isn't it? Yeah, come and come and watch us uh, absolutely annihilate the competition. Just watch me destroy whatever chump I'm up against. It'll be yeah. Annihilation Nine. <laughs> tickets left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, there are limited hey, we... tickets. So uh, there are limited tickets due to COVID. So um, I probably wouldn't be waiting to the last minute. In all seriousness, yeah. and watch me do tickets have been selling well. And watch me do the ring announcing on Morphine. It is going to be a hoot. You'll probably get all the names <laughs> right on Morphine. <laughs> now, this, WrestleBrandy has got nothing, Tony. We, we, we'll, we'll wipe the floor with this, Mob. Surely we, surely everyone heard the Tyson episode. We, we stumped him with that quiz. And he's meant to be the you know, most trivial wrestling. Uh, yeah. yeah, so. Looking anyway, Tony, you said you've got a training program for us. So yeah. I'm looking forward to, looking forward to, to taking you part guys in that. Do that. I won't be able to. Um, anyway, we're winning at all costs. So next week we're gonna have next week we'll have a chat 
um, because I'm not leaving anything to chance, Tony. All right. Beautiful. Sounds great. Hey, got to go. Got to get ready and uh, psyching myself up for the, the operation. So catch you guys hopefully next week. Yeah, just edit the Good show luck, before you're on morphine, please. I will. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll get off at about an hour before the show. <laughs> See you, mate. See you, boys. See Thank you for joining us, and we'll catch you next week right here on the Turnbuckle.